Hello and welcome to the City of Truth prayer cast with Electra Goodluck. As always, we gather here together to support each other in activating spiritual maturity and breaking tradition. So let's get started. So today's word is from Deuteronomy chapter 29. And it's entitled The Renewal of the Covenant. And it's really, uh, I think, an incredible word because it's talking about, of course, after. After the people have been freed from Egypt, from Pharaoh's grip, and how they behaved how they saw things even after they were saved. And so it's really interesting. So let's get into it. It says, Moses summoned all the Israelites and said to them, your eyes have seen all that the Lord did in Egypt to Pharaoh, to all of his officials and to all his land. With your own eyes, you saw those great trials those miraculous signs and great wonders. But to this day, the Lord has not given you a mind that understands or your eyes that see or ears that hear. During the 40 years that I led you through the desert, your clothes did not wear out, nor did the sandals on your feet. You ate no bread and drank no wine or fermented drink. I did this so that you might know that I am the Lord your God. And then a covenant is placed before them and it says and it says in verse 9, carefully follow the terms of this covenant so that you may prosper in everything you do. All of you are standing today in the presence of, of the Lord, your God, your leaders and chief men, your elders and officials and all the other men of Israel, together with your children and your wives and the aliens living in your camps who chop your wood and carry your water, you are standing here in order to enter into a covenant with the Lord your God. A covenant that the Lord is making with you this day to confirm what he's promised to you and to confirm that he's what he has sworn to the fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Amen. I'm going to stop there. It's, it's, it's quite an extensive chapter, but it's a really important one, right? It's a, it's an, it's an important one. I think regarding what do you do with a second chance? Mm. Hallelujah. What do you do with a second chance, right? You know, when you know that God has sustained you, when you know that he's preserved you, when you know that he has kept you and protected you out of unsurmountable odds, what do you do with a second chance? You know, and it's so interesting because I really um, align where we are today in a post-COVID world where some of us have survived and some of us have not. 
you know, some of us have lost many loved ones and some of us have not had any loss. You know, some of us have lost jobs. Some of us have continued to work. Some of us has lost money. Some of us have gained money. You know, some of us um, have had a whole different type of economic impact. You know, some of us, our family lives have changed. Our relationships have changed. You name it. But if you're here listening again to this prayer cast, you're one of the ones who survived. You know, you're one of the ones who got the second chance, just like the people of Egypt. You know, they were in that desert for 40 years and they may have not had bread to drink or to eat or wine to drink, but God sustained them all those 40 years through the desert. And not only did he sustain them, it said in the word that... um, you your clothes didn't wear out nor did the sandals on your feet i mean what desert could anybody walk through for 40 years where your sandals wouldn't wear out nor would your clothes wear out it's obviously that was a sustenance from god and even though they were sustained by god you know even though they were sustained by god The word says that they weren't given a mind to understand and eyes to see or ears to hear. And so I think the big lesson here is, you know, when God sustains you, when God keeps you, when God protects you, when God covers you, that we walk worthy of that second chance. We walk worthy of that new opportunity, that newness of life that he's given us. And not just take it for granted, you know, not think lightly of it. Because if he's brought you this far, he's brought you this far to renew the covenant with you, that you'll follow his rules, that you will follow his way, that you will uh, follow the terms and conditions of that covenant so that you can prosper, as the word says, in everything that you do. It wasn't for no reason. You know, but God restores us to this new level, this newness of life, so that we can use it wisely for the glory of God. So that we can return to him and then open up our hearts to him with increased sensitivity and increased gratitude for who he is and for what he's done. It's important that we realize it. It's important that we realize that God is an intentional God. And that everything he does is with purpose. It's with cause and effect. It is with an expected end in mind, an expected outcome. And really the expected end is to, hey, I want you to turn to me. I want to enrich your reliance on me, enrich your relationship with me, advance your purpose to be in alignment with the purpose of the kingdom. I want you to walk rightly with me. I want you to be in obedience with me. I want you to surrender to me. I want you to know that I am God and God alone. And the only reason that you have made it thus far is because I kept breath in your body. I kept the very air that you breathe protected 
from any disease, any virus. Okay, I kept the very surfaces you touched <laughs> protected so you wouldn't be affected and you wouldn't be in a hospital bed and you wouldn't be in an emergency room and you wouldn't be in a funeral home. I did that. And no one else can take the glory. No one else can take claim to that type of protection, to the miracle of you just being here still. No one else can, to, can make claim to that but God. No one else but God. So think about, think about how you restore your covenant with God, how you return to your covenant with God based on everything you have seen, know, and experienced this year. Everything that you have came through, walked out of in one piece <laughs> with your mind right and your health right. And everything in, that it's important to you intact. How will you renew that covenant with God? How will you return to him with a zeal and a renewed passion for him? Because you know he's the source of your strength. He's the strength of your life. And God has been in control all this time. How do you... How do you... Return to that covenant, restore that covenant, and show him just how grateful you are. So I think it's amazing because we are at that point. We're at that point where God has certainly saved us. We're at that point where God has certainly covered us from an unknown enemy <laughs> and a very elusive or what they call novel enemy. Um but what we what do we do with that? Do we go back to uh you know the idolatry, the selfishness, you know, the vanity, the 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 way that we I want to say mistreated in some ways our relationship with God or do we create the new covenant and walk well of that second chance? And say, God, I'm going to do whatever you want me to do. God, my life is in your hands. I trust you, God. I trust you with everything I have. I, I trust you with everything that's within me. I give you the glory and I give you the praise because you deserve it. Hallelujah. So I pray, I pray that this marks the renewal of your covenant. That we don't just come out of this as, oh, well, you know, I'm just lucky. But know that you were anointed to survive. That by divine protection, you survived. By divine love and redemption, you survived. And with that survival, you won't go back to the old way. <laughs> You won't go back to the golden calf and all those. Uh, that, that's the idolatry of Egypt. But of course, we have our own idolatry here in 2020. I won't go back to the idols that I had in my life. I'll trust God fully this time. I'll come into an alignment with him and into an agreement with him that he knows I'm putting him first. That I trust the flow of God in my life. I trust the direction of God in my life because he's never left me hanging. He's never 
left me. He's never abandoned me. Hallelujah. And I'm standing here today because the presence of God, the love of God, the hand of God in my life. So I pray you renew your covenant today in your own words, with your own voice, speak to God about how you want to use that second chance for the greater good, how you want to use that second chance to edify and glorify God, how you want to use that second chance to prosper in all your ways and to acknowledge the love of God that has covered you to this very day. God has been so good. He's given up many of us a second chance. I pray you perceive it. I pray you know it. And I pray you value it and appreciate it and, and protect it with everything you have. I pray you've been blessed.